getting the access to information, having the resources, and then the accountability, I've been able to transform multiple areas of my life. And I think uh, kind of what you're hinting at is sometimes the church gives an incomplete message. A hundred percent. It's not the fullness of, and, and, and it's not like give your life to Jesus and you'll be a multimillionaire. You'll be a billionaire. That's, that's not, not what I'm saying. But not. it is, hey, give your life to Jesus. He'll give you a new heart and it'll impact everything else around and how you view everything. And that might be a five-year process. That might be a 10-year process. I had to go to therapy for yeah. it. Like I had to really get to the root of some of my issues, but it should impact everything. It should impact your fitness. It should impact your ability to earn. It should impact your ability to provide. It should impact what kind of friend you are, your social intelligence, your ability to observe situations, problem solving. And sometimes, a lot of times, too many times, there's an incomplete picture told. And then the person that has an incomplete solution will rise up and, 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 and reach the men. Yo, what's good, everybody? This is Hafiz, and welcome back to another episode. Guys, I am beyond excited about this new... He's not even new. Why am I even calling him new? <laughs> Guys, he's been here before, but I'm really excited about this conversation because me and the roommate who's joining us today, we haven't talked in a, about a year since the last time he's come on the show. So he was in town. He said, yo, I want to come. I want to record. Let's talk. Let's chop it up. I said, yo, let's save it all for the camera because I want to get this content fresh. So I want to jump right into it. Without further ado, guys, welcome back to the show, the one and only, my guy, Ruslan. Man, thank you so much for having me, brother. My guy. Congrats on a new spot. Appreciate it. Appreciate first it. time here. It's beautiful, it. bro. Appreciate it, man. Yeah, this is dope. And the launch with the standard yeah, and yeah, yeah. everything you've been doing, bro. I'm, I'm watching. I watch your personal channel yeah, yeah, yeah. as well. Beautiful. Appreciate it, man. Ruslan, like I said, I wanted to get all these conversations fresh. Let's do it. You know what I mean? Because we got a lot to talk about. A lot to talk about. And um, I didn't, because sometimes I feel like I talk to people yeah. and then... They come in, and then we get the great podcast right. before, and right. then we try right. to record. You missed the pod. Yeah, you missed the pod. I said, now yep. we're going to get this yep. all fresh. Before we jump into it, last year, mm -hmm. I would say that was a year where you got very curious about what was going on in regards to the what's going on with men online. Yes. And I felt like you did a great job being very inquisitive and, and doing a, like some due diligence for your investigation yep. to really see what was going on and get the pulse of the culture. A year later, mm -hmm. I am very curious to, after spending a whole year talking to guys, watching the content, interacting with different people, what is your current sentiments, thoughts about the culture of men today? I think... The biggest difference I would say is I didn't know how hard men have it. Mm. You kept saying that to me. Yeah. And you were like, no, you don't understand, bro. Like, you're exhibiting selection bias. <laughs> you don't get it. <laughs> and I was like, no, everyone's like, yeah. like my little circle yeah, of men. Yeah, 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 yeah. You're like, no, bro, there's men that, you know, will never have access to women, mm -hmm. will never have access to opportunity, will never, right? And I didn't really, really get it, you know? Like, I didn't really get it. And the deeper I went, the more I realized, man, like, it's, it's an assault from every side. So from one side, it's a lot of um, don't show your emotions. 
don't don't say how you really feel. And then the other side is if you do show your emotions and you do show how you really feel, you're a misogynistic, toxic male. Mm. And I'm like, dude, it's it's very difficult to to even acknowledge what is a man. Literally, people are having trouble even defining what <laughs> yeah, is a yeah, what yeah. is a woman, let yeah. alone what is a man. Yeah. And then the things that are masculine that I think could be just broken down to DNA and biology are often villainized. And so I think it's been a very interesting year. Yeah. I think the attacks on uh, Jordan Peterson are very, very interesting and very telling. Yeah. You know what I mean? Calling yeah. him the incel God. <laughs> I think me getting exposed that there is this entire community of incels, which is crazy. You hipping me to Dr. David Buss. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I went down the rabbit hole and, 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 and watched a bunch of his stuff. And then I'm watching a lot of stuff from his one of his uh, guys, I can't remember his name, I feel Matt. terrible. Yeah, who yeah, did yeah. the incel study. Yeah, 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 he was yeah. just on Michaela yeah. Peterson's thing. Yeah. So I'm, I, I, think I've, I've, I, I think I'm finally at a place where really based on, on our conversations of like, man, men got a pretty rough out here. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Men got a really rough. And I think it, the, the crux of it ultimately goes back to a lack of hope mm. and a lack of vision and a lack of access to mentors, yeah. which to me makes what you do that much more important yeah. because I feel like you're one of the few voices in this space that they can't dismiss you as just like a dogmatic religious guy because yeah. you don't lead with that. You know what I mean? That they do that to me, of course, mm -hmm. but you, you really are providing value. And so, yeah, like I got a video coming out today about a CNN article in a way it, it, it kind of pinned Andrew Tate. You know what I mean? I'm just like, why do you think Andrew Tate's popular? Like, mm -hmm. where do you think this is coming from? Like, if everything was peaches and men were being engaged, they wouldn't be an Andrew Tate, you know mm -hmm. what I mean? Or he wouldn't be as big of a figure as, as he is. And so, yeah, I, I would say that's kind of where I'm at now, man. Mm -hmm. Yeah, not as interested, man. <laughs> you right? Is that what you wanted? No, no, no. You I, I, I didn't want You right? <laughs> I didn't want to hear. I was right. I, I'm always curious about the uh, the journey because one of the things I, I tell people all the time, and we talked about this during the first episode. My real introduction came. I became a Christian in February of 2010. Mm -hmm. Met a girl the, the year before who I was so obsessed with, would do anything that she told me. And she introduced me. She said, yo, check out this Bible study mm -hmm. um, called, um, dang, what was the name? Of the, I forgot the name of the study now. But it was Driscoll's Bible study mm -hmm. on sex, the, the very first one. Yeah. And then so I was put on to Driscoll. Mm -hmm. With Driscoll comes Chandler and Chandler comes da da da, -da yeah, yeah. And, I, and I got into that whole resurgence movement. So like these are things that like I've been seeing for over a decade. Yeah, yeah. And now like seeing the growth and the change of characters and the mm -hmm. change of guards. So like this is kind of like my my lifelong um, area of expertise, right. I like to call it. Right. And so I'm always curious about other people's perspective yeah. and how they change as they interact with information, because I don't think. I have a monopoly on the on the information, sure. but I'm very curious about the, the perspective and the and the mindset of people because I feel as though I've changed a lot in this last year. Okay. Going towards a certain direction. Mm -hmm. And I feel like everybody else who's was more open to what's going on in men mm -hmm. have changed in a different direction. Mm. I think I've had less sympathy mm -hmm. while everybody else has developed more. Mm. That's interesting. Yeah. I feel like your content's been that way too. Yeah. Cause you got this, especially your tweets, you got this very like no nonsense, <laughs> like, look, y'all gotta just get it. Yeah. You know what I mean? Was it because of the conversation with Jordan Peterson that kind of did it for you? Well, to me, it, 
long story short, I'm like I said, I'm so happy talking to you. I was gonna do I was gonna do multiple podcasts, but it never happened. Uh-huh. But when when you're here, I was like, bro, this is perfect for yeah, me yeah. to kind of bounce these ideas, yeah, yeah. talk what you learn from you yeah. as well. So in 2019, I went on tour with Stefan Speaks, who's one of the biggest relationship coaches in the world, has right. an extremely large female audience. That same year, went on um, Derek Jackson, mm-hmm. similar guy, mm-hmm. and from a female audience, not from a content perspective, was on the tour as well. Another guy named Ace Metaphor, similar guy from, a, from an audience perspective, was on the tour. So mm-hmm. Eric, I mean, Derek, Stefan, and Ace. Mm-hmm. Three of the biggest relationship coaches in the space outside of Matthew Hussey, right? Mm-hmm. So went on tour with them and 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 did content with them. Mm-hmm. So we had a predominantly female audience for the first two years of the content. Mm-hmm. So to me, I heard so much of the complaining from the women's side, mm-hmm. especially being on tour. So I naturally would never never want to have a female audience. And so I naturally was very um, frustrated with that as well as the complaints Mm -hmm. because the complaints to me really resembled a lot of lack of responsibility and accountability. Mm -hmm. So was really excited because I've always wanted to talk to men and Mm -hmm. and, and, and deal with male issues. Why the people I love the most Mm -hmm. usually are the men's men's kind of guy, you know, mm-hmm. the dress goes, the Gary yeah, yeah. Bainer, Chucks, Patrick Bay Davis, mm-hmm. Dr. Peterson's. Yep. That's why I like them because that's who I am. Right. So really excited about connecting with guys. But once I got into the male space and mm-hmm. I finally got to be a, a, a small, but a voice in the male space, mm-hmm. that's when I really started to see, oh, the stuff I hated mm-hmm. about being around the women's circles mm, were the same, same things stuff. I saw in the male circles, if not worse. Sheesh. And that is where the rage and indignation came from. Yeah. Um, and so that's what causes caused the empathy because I always had this presupposition, this premise in my mind that the people suffer from a lack of knowledge. Mm-hmm. The people str- suffer of a lack of awareness. Yep. So men are struggling because no one articulates their pain. No mm-hmm. one knows their pain. Right. They're in isolation. No one's acknowledging them. So not only are, is nobody acknowledging the guys, but no one's giving them the tools, resources, and support to be able to um, alleviate their issues. Right. So I was under the impression that if you, if you acknowledge their pain mm-hmm. and provide them solutions, yep. that should equal that to should yep. change. Yep. 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 But what I saw was it actually didn't cause any change. Uh. And, it, and, and what happened was it, it perverted itself and the, and, and the men became the male equivalent of a 21st century third wave, if not fourth wave feminist. Sheesh. And that to me was, I cannot, I cannot support nor be a part of that. Wow. Was that a conscious decision where you pulled back from some of the circles? Um, I, I wasn't in any of the circles. So what's interesting is that even when it comes to, you know, the, 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 the movement, I always go against the red pill stuff. People don't realize I, I try to be equally balanced on everything. Yeah. So while we brought in Candace Owens and Ben Shapiro, I equally asked, um, what's that liberal guy that everyone doesn't like? Sean King to come on the podcast. Okay. Okay. I equally asked um, Roland Martin to come on the podcast. I equally asked Dr. Eric Dyson to come on the podcast. So I'm always trying to be balanced. Unfortunately, what happens is a lot of people 
on the on one side will come. Mm. So 2019 was a year. Derek Jackson, um, um, Ace Metaphor. Those are guys who traditionally are nowhere near right. what the men's. They're right, actually right. the enemies of those kind of guys, right. right? So then 2020, you know, was got a, different content creators who mm. were you know the alpha male strategies mm. a little bit on the the male side, sure. you know, women's enemies. So. It, it it appeared like, oh, you guys are only doing this. Mm-hmm. But in actuality, it was like, well, this last season we got this, or this season we're going to talk to that. So it was never like an affiliation with anybody, mm-hmm. you know? So, but to me, the the pulling, it was like, it wasn't necessarily pulling back, mm-hmm. but it was realizing that this was a, was a sinking ship mm-hmm. and it needed to be a more excellent way. Mm-hmm. And that's why I lost a lot of the empathy because the, the, a lot of men today are not struggling because they're not seen, because they're not heard, because no solutions. That's not the case mm. at all, in my personal opinion. What do you think the crux of it is? Just just a lack of implementing the access to information? A hundred percent, because you got to think about it. A lot of men today, unfortunately, are raised by their mothers. Mm-hmm. So they have a lot of feminine tendencies, whether they realize it or not. Mm-hmm. And... The same things that you would complain about women that they mm-hmm. do. They don't realize, well, you grew up around women. Mm-hmm. You didn't have a man. You didn't have a dad. Yeah. So you have a lot of behaviors, mm-hmm. a lot of, um, th- have a whole thought process that was influenced by mom, auntie, grandma. Mm-hmm. So you also kind of have the same issues that they have, yep. but you don't see it from your perspective. Mm-hmm. And the biggest thing is a lack of accountability and a lack of proactively doing what you're supposed to do. Mm. And that's what I've noticed the most. Yeah, I, th- I think that's a fair assessment, man. Yeah. I think that's a very fair assessment. And I think the the question that I then wrestle with is is how to cut through and to, to try and jolt them. You know, is it a gospel, you need to be born again thing? Is it a inspiration thing? Is it a, and I think you do a good job of this and, it, and it's murky when, you know, with what I do, in terms of the aspirational side. I think yeah. you do a good job of showing the aspirational side, which I think why an Andrew Tate is appealing. 100%. Because I think men need to see, 100%. right? They need to see the lifestyle. They need to see that you're, you're fit. They need to see that you're making good money, right? I think you do a good job of that. So do you think that that's helped you? Do you feel like that's helped you in terms of showing the aspirational side? No, that's a really great question. I think you're 100% right. One of the things I've always said is that Excellence glorifies God and inspires men. So whenever somebody's doing something of excellence, you have to ask yourself, what is that redeem, rejected, receive, yeah. right? And, yeah, and yeah. You play it yeah. on it. So men follow men they want to be like. Come on. Yeah. End of the day. That's good. Like whether those guys are doing good or bad, mm-hmm. they, they follow men they want to be like. And they follow men who are perceived as winners. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And so what I realized is, and this is a crazy theological concept, and, and forgive me if I get too lost in the sauce, but I think you appreciate this. I was, I was actually working on this, this message. And um, I believe it was in the book of, in the, in the Gospels, when asked about John the Baptist, Jesus said, um, from I'm paraphrasing, but from from men born of women, no one is greater mm-hmm. than John the Baptist. Yep. yep. It's like really, mm-hmm. John the Baptist is better than Moses mm-hmm. and David yeah, and, yeah. and Enoch and all these people. Really? Mm-hmm. Yeah. But then he went on to say, which is a crazy part. He said, "But 
the one who's least in the kingdom of heaven will be greater than yeah. him. Yeah, that's a trip, yeah. And it's like, hold on one second. Wait, 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 wait. So you're saying that from this point of human history, John the Baptist going this way is better than everybody. Uh-huh. But then from this point of human history, mm-hmm. every the last place man in the kingdom of God is greater than John the Baptist. Mm-hmm. Therefore, he's greater than Moses and David and, and Solomon. And yeah. I was like, but, but when I look at Christianity, it's like I, f- I view it as a lot of those guys aren't that great. Mm. You know, like a lot yeah. of Christ, like when you think about a Christian man in society, like mm. I don't really see like the great man. Mm. I don't see Samson, you know what I mean? Yeah. With all his flaws. I yeah. don't see, I don't see that. Yeah. And I realized was that God calls the least of these to become the greatest of these. Mm. It's, yeah. And what happens in Christianity, we just think God calls the least, mm. calls the meek, he calls the lowly of yeah. this world. You just, so it stops there. Mm-hmm. But what you don't realize is God calls the least to become the greatest. Mm-hmm. Paul became one of the greatest. Peter became one of the greatest. Mm-hmm. John became, they didn't start. So there's this upward progression where these guys became, as yeah. he said, Fishermen of men. They became mm-hmm. leaders. Yeah, it's good. They, they, they may have started off as losers, mm-hmm. but God made them into leaders. So what that told me is that a man of God who's following God's purpose for his life gets becomes greater and greater and greater and greater till he's a leader of men. Mm-hmm. And once you're a leader of men, men follow. Mm-hmm. So to the aspirational side, yes, you're 100% right. That's one of the biggest things that I personally noticed that you have to become a a leader and you have to show men the things that they view a leader should have. Mm. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like you have to show them in their brains, a leader should have this. Some of it's sinful. So mm. you have to reject that, mm-hmm. you know, but, and, and some of it's good receive that. And then some of it's on the fence. So yeah. you have to redeem that. Yeah. And so to me, that's one of the things I've, I've noticed um, changes that. And then on top of that, just more leaders in society. Yo, what's good, everybody. We're going to take a quick pause from this week's amazing episode to talk to you guys about our amazing sponsors over at Skillshare. Guys, Skillshare is a real A1 day one from the roommates. And we absolutely love Skillshare because they are a unique online learning community where men and women can learn all types of creative and entrepreneurial skills, man. So many men for the past years, and the roommates have been learning, have been blossoming, have been transforming from Skillshare because not only do you get the first month free to test it out, but Skillshare has such a vast library of courses, of resources that you guys can be able to tap into today. Go to Skillshare.com slash roommates and take advantage of this opportunity. Guys, on the podcast, we meet so many amazing men and women who are so talented, but they didn't get their skills overnight. They had to master these things and Skillshare gives you all the resources that you can be able to master your best self and tap into your full potential. So do not delay. Get on Skillshare today. Go to Skillshare.com slash roommates. Trust me, you'll thank us later. And let's get back to this week's episode. I think that's really interesting the way you break down because if you think about theologically what happens in the life of someone who is a follower of Jesus, they're born again. 100%. Right? So now, like you said, the the floor becomes a ceiling and, and that's definitely mm. the case in my life man I like it. i you know dad wasn't in my life sexually abused uh, addicted to porn all of these different things and it's literally because of the grace of god in my life 
the access to information, the access to mentorships, a good local church that I've been able to do what I'm doing, mm-hmm. you know, and, and level up my income, level up fitness wise, yeah. you know, like I didn't understand like what macronutrients were <laughs> until yeah. I was 30 years old. Yeah. I didn't know what a macronutrient was, you know, yeah. but like getting the access to information, having the resources and then the accountability, I've been able to transform multiple areas of my life. And I think uh, kind of what you're hinting at is sometimes the church gives an incomplete message. A hundred percent. It's not the fullness of, and, and, and it's not like, Give your life to Jesus and you'll be a multimillionaire. You'll be a billionaire. That's, that's not, not what I'm saying. But not. it is, hey, give your life to Jesus. He'll give you a new heart and it'll impact everything else around and how you view everything. And that might be a five-year process. That might be a 10-year process. I had to go to therapy for yeah. it. Like I had to really get to the root of some of my issues. But it should impact everything. It should impact your fitness. It should impact your ability to earn. It should impact your ability to provide. It should impact what kind of friend you are, your social intelligence, your ability to observe situations, problem solving. And sometimes, a lot of times, too many times, there's an incomplete picture told. And then the person that has an incomplete solution will rise up hundred percent, and, 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 and reach the men. I love it because like you said, it's, I, I, everything you said was amazing. So think about it. It's like, we're recruiting the least of these. That means you're getting, you know, the lowest of yeah. the lows. Yeah. You know, you're getting the guys in the bottom of the comments with no avatars. Mm-hmm. You know, you're getting the lowest of the lows. Yeah. So churches, in my opinion, stop there. Mm. So you go to churches like, man, these dudes are super out of shape. Mm-hmm. These dudes barely can yeah. pay their bills. These dudes are emotionally unhealthy. Yeah. These dudes' style is horrendous. Yeah. Why? Because the church's message is very initially maternal come as you are we'll take you we'll love you which is true yeah yeah. that is what god did but as matt chandler we may talk about him later said it's okay to not be okay but it's not okay to stay there come on so progressive sanctification is this conveyor belt which makes you greater so then the latter half of this message is now that you're here let's gets you as high as God has called you to be, mm-hmm. right? Yeah. And so the, the, the prosperity message, which is a sin, says that God has called you to be a billionaire, mm-hmm. every man to be a billionaire. Mm-hmm. The poverty message, which is a sin, is God has called you to live a life of poverty, mm-hmm. right? And the, and, and the message of the gospel, I remember somebody once said it, I forgot who it was, it said, if God has called you to be a teacher, never stoop as low as to become a president. Mm. And it's a, it's good. Yeah, yeah it's because good. it's what has God called, called you, you to, to be? be? Yeah, yeah. Favorite one of my favorite um, um, stories, parable of the talents. Mm-hmm. He gives everybody different talents. Come on. So if he gives um, Ruslan ten talents and he gives me one talent, he's not expecting me to do right. with to do the same thing that Ruslan has done. Right. He expects me to be faithful for the little that I have. Come on. Take one and give me two. Yep. His job is take 10 and give me 20. So what happens in the, in, the, in the church that I realize is there's some guys here, you have 10 talents. Mm. But then you're, you're, giving, you're bringing to God 11 mm. at the end of your life. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, because in, in that kind of come as you are, they just get you functional instead of help you get, become flourishing. 100%. Yeah, and so the, the message of greatness why Andrew Tate is so attractive, why guys like Dan Bozerian are so attractive is because those guys take 
the aspirational greatness, and that's the greatest. Every great story, I tell people, all, I'm a story guy. Mm-hmm. Every great story started the way the Fairly Odd Parents theme song started. Mm-hmm. You know, Timmy was an average kid who nobody understood. Mm-hmm. It starts off with this regular guy. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. Harry Potter was a regular yeah, guy. Anakin Skywalker was a regular Come guy. On. You know, Simba, though he was the son of a king, was yeah. just a regular guy. It starts off there, and then the man ends as the king, as mm-hmm. the leader, as the all-powerful one. So there's something as a man when you're regular, you're like, oh, that's what I want to be. Mm-hmm. That's ideal. Mm-hmm. And so when, when the church does not call men to that yeah. and they keep them as regular guys mm-hmm. and then the world has all these extraordinary guys, mm-hmm. that creates a disconnect. Come on. And, and so to me, I think that's something that I've noticed that a lot of people, especially in in the in the church community, don't acknowledge en- enough. Yeah, yeah, man, I, th- I think I think you're spot on, and that's and and sometimes if I do acknowledge it, then the the no be whoa that, that that's a prosperity gospel. Mm-hmm. You're too consumed with this. You're too that's worldly. You hear that a lot. That's worldly, and it's like, man, I think God's called us to make the most of our time, talent, and treasure mm-hmm. on this side of eternity because yes. we think about the kingdom of heaven and we think about going to heaven. Yeah, but the kingdom of heaven is also amongst us. hundred percent. You know, and so it's like, that hand. It, 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 what is a kingdom without authority? What is a kingdom without influence? What is a kingdom without things changing and, 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 and progressing and flourishing? So yeah, man, I, th- I think you're spot on. Yeah. And I love what you said, because that's something that the church has failed is that you, you like, it's not just come to Jesus and receive your riches in heaven. Mm-hmm. It's come to Jesus and your riches, eternity begins today. Come on. Yeah. You yeah, know what I mean? Yeah, it's good. It, when you think about eternity, it, begins today. it begins today. Come on. Yeah. And so one of the parts that I thought about is that as a man, you're called to work and, and God has given you talents mm-hmm. today. Mm-hmm. And, he, and, and, and the story of the t- talents was, okay, what have you done with what yeah. I've given you? Yep. There's so many guys who they're not doing much. Right, right. They're just getting by. Yep, yep. That's like God did not call you to be that guy. Yeah, yeah. And so I, I really believe the future, especially as you look at society, society is all about this influencer culture. Mm-hmm. You are remarkable because you're this great godly man as an influencer and men aspire to be you. Mm-hmm. So what's ended up happening is that now you're having men who are, fatherless who have no guidance get to have a stepping stone to God through great leaders. Mm. And so to me, we need great leaders. We need more great leaders that men want to be like. And that's the key. They got to want to be like you. That's good. And so that's one of the things, obviously, with the standard was birthed out Mm -hmm. of. I need to find the guys who are the hungry, driven high character, God-fearing, want to be excellent in everything that they do. I got to find those guys. I got to give them everything in their their power to be more successful and then to make them the future leaders of society. Because to me, that's really what it's going to take. Videos online is cool, but discipleship, you know what I mean? That's really what transformed the world. And we got to create more disciple makers. Yeah, no, that's good. That's good. You feel like Taking it in person has been the thing that's Ch- game changer. Game changer for you. So, so to me, 
one of the things you and I talked about, and I'm curious about you expounded upon it, is about this idea of, of the men who shaped your theology. Mm-hmm. And so from a personal standpoint, what guy would you say has shaped you to be the man that you are today the most? That's a, that's a great question. Um, so from a theological standpoint, I would definitely say like my pastor, yeah. you know, my pastor's definitely given me that, that, that perspective in terms of family, yeah. family being a high priority. Uh, my pastor does triathlons, so he's fit, yeah. very top elite level shape. He's in his late forties doing triathlons. Right. So there's, so, so my pastor plays a very practical, tangible, I can see you, I can, I could see his wife and they have a healthy marriage. I see his daughters. He has daughters that are in their twenties, that two daughters out of, he has a lot of daughters, <laughs> lost track, <laughs> that got married. Yeah. And, and seeing their husbands and mm-hmm. seeing the type of men that his daughters attracted, mm-hmm. you know, and yeah. solid, masculine, strong men. Yeah. So I think practically that, and now I have a daughter and I'm thinking about like, man, you know, I, I want to make sure she grows up to to have healthy standards. So I say my pastor, uh, first and foremost, uh, locally, there's there's quite a few guys that have uh, poured into me. Um, there's a gentleman named Jason Broom. He mentored me very early on. Uh, he used to be part of a group called Future Shock, Christian mm-hmm. hip hop stuff. Really poured into me, man, from 17 to 21, 20. Mm. You know, uh, he was at my wedding. He spoke. At my at, at my wedding, he didn't marry us, but he spoke at my wedding. Um, and then from from a macro standpoint, man, I, I've read all kinds of different books, listened to all kinds of different preachers. So I say everybody from Lee Strobel, yeah. who's doing amazing stuff with Storyboard, mm-hmm. but I was on him when Blue Like Jazz came out, oh, yeah, you know, and yeah, that stuff. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I say from that all the way to the, of course, Mark Driscoll, yeah. you know, who um, I'm working on doing something hey, with Blue Light Jazz. That was um Donald Miller. Donald Miller. Yeah. Who did I say? Lee Strobel. I was like, my bad. Lee Strobel was Case, case for Christ. Christ. Yeah, yeah. I was okay, so yeah. Case for Christ. Uh, uh, Josh McDowell, Lee Strobel. Yeah. Apologetic yeah, side, yeah, 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 like yeah. like coming to faith through them. Yeah. Lee Strobel was Blue Like Jazz. Donald Miller. Donald Miller. Donald Miller. <laughs> Gosh darn. Donald Miller. Yeah. Uh, Blue Like Jazz. Yeah. And then later, Storyboard. Yeah. Yeah. Right. Like. If you and if you look at the way he looks to who he looks now, he looks very presidential now. He's kind of overweight back then. Yeah, yeah. He had a transformation, but both of those concepts really impacted me. Uh, I would say a lot. Yeah. Um, Mark Mark Driscoll, uh, uh, locally, Pastor Miles McPherson. Yeah, let me tell you um, He's he's super dope, and I think he's 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 kept a healthy about Francis Chan. Um, I didn't get super deep into Chandler, Matt Chandler, but okay. I I like I've always loved his stuff. Yeah. Um. So I would say those are those are some of the ones, and then from a fitness level, like my trainer is a big influence mm-hmm. on me, um, and I would say yeah. So that those are some of the different so, ones. So to me, what's interesting that you mentioned a lot of rock stars, but you started off with the people you actually met in person. Yeah, that you interacted with. Yeah, and I, almost everybody life. I mentioned I've I've met in person. Yeah, and so to me, what I realized is the missing piece is guys, they're they're getting zero in person all characters on a video come on yeah that's good and they were then we're expecting them to have the transformational experiences that we had through discipleship and mentorship and all that stuff yeah so i realized i was like man like that's why i said i i thought if i just give them self like share their pains give them solutions it will work Mm -hmm. but they need more than that man Mm. they need human beings yeah yeah they need Actual people yeah. guiding them through life. That's good. Actual people they can call. They need 
real life people, that is the X factor. And that to me is what's more powerful than any piece of content. How do you balance the access to that? Because like I have quite a few guys that I communicate with. I got quite a few guys that I've poured into over decades. Um, but how do you balance that from just a, a, a practical time management standpoint? Now, this is good. I, I think the first thing for me is when it comes to the standard, the standard is not about me. It's about a bunch of guys. We have a bunch of winners there. Mm-hmm. So it's a culture of winners. It's a culture of guys who uh, one of our core values is assisting. So we say the standard man is Magic Johnson. He's not Allen Iverson. Mm-hmm. And what we mean by that is Magic Johnson, 1988, I believe, against the Philadelphia 76ers, scored 32 points, but also had 22 assists. Woo! That's good. Yeah, that's good. That's a, that's a gem. Yeah. So yeah, you know yeah. what I mean? So yeah. the MVP is a dude who has the most assists, not the most points on our team. Yeah. So it's a culture of guys who give. Yeah. Not guys who just score. Like It's cool you make millions. How many millions have you made for other people? Mm. It's cool you have an amazing life. How many men have you helped get an amazing life as well? It's cool that you're in great shape. How many men have you helped get in great shape Come as on. well? So that's really what we value. So it's a so that culture creates a space where guys are now actively going out helping one another. So for me, I knew you looking at the church model is it can't be an orphanage. Mm-hmm. An orphanage is you have a few big big brothers and daddies mm-hmm. who take care of all the children. Mm-hmm. And that's when it gets draining because 500 guys all want your time. They all mm-hmm. want your attention. Mm-hmm. But mm-hmm. when you create a culture, and we always say it's a justice league, not, the, not, not an orphanage, where it's a bunch of guys who are all assisting one another mm-hmm. while being assisted by great guys. Come on. And so to me, I think that's what helps you from a time management standpoint is that we create the culture where it's like, you're not here to be my best friend. Mm. You're here to be a. You're already. You're already a great man by yourself, mm-hmm. and you're with other great men as you come alongside and support, and then those that need more assistance. So, I think those are some of the things I'm obsessed with nowadays, yeah. and I'm interested in even talking to you about this concept because one of the things I think that frustrates me the most about the space at times is while there's a lot of guys. I've always I've, I've I've said this privately. I haven't talked about it publicly, but I said the main reason I don't ever publicly criticize people in the space is because first things first is there's so little guys mm-hmm. who are trying to help men. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Such a little guy. And then the little amount of men who are trying to help men are always infighting, mm-hmm. always beefing, always attacking one another, especially mm-hmm. in the black community. Mm-hmm. All they want to do is fight, shoot mm-hmm. and attack one another. So I can't create that culture. Mm-hmm. But then what ends up happening is, but then some of the guys are just teaching really bad stuff. <laughs> you know what yeah. I mean? So it's yeah. like this, this balance where it's like, oh my goodness gracious. Like, yeah. uh. so, so to me, somebody once said, what you do in moderation, those who follow you would do in excess. Mm, wow. That's good. And I was curious to, from your experiences of all the guys that you've interacted with and the guys who follow will follow a plethora of content. Mm-hmm. Do you see certain behaviors or certain mindsets that certain guys exhibit in excess as a byproduct of following certain male creators? Mm-hmm. Do you, have you noticed things like that? Yeah. I think if we look at a lot of the red pill stuff, there's definitely a exaggeration of what's probably being said, mm-hmm. you know, and, 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 and from the pragmatic to like the philosophical, yeah. right? So like my debate with Rallo, right? Like we had a conversation, me and Rallo, you knew about it. Here's someone who pragmatically, whose life probably looks much similar to mine. 100%. Right? Married, super long time, happy marriage, happy family. 
so on and so forth, right? So day to day, pragmatically, we're very similar, but philosophically, we're worlds apart, mm -hmm. right? And so I think there, there needs to be this like bridge between like, who are you really, right? Who are you really in day to day versus like the, the philosophies? Because the philosophies, yes, they'll trickle into who you really are, but a lot of time it's, it can come off very, um, it could come off like cosplay, you know? And, and I think, in my opinion, oh like, my gosh. I, I can be critical of ideas, yeah. right? I can be critical of ideas. I can be critical of what the megachurch celebrity pastor represents, yeah. right? But when I'm critical and, or, or cynical of people and that's all I make, right? Versus having a balance, right? Mm -hmm. like, like if people look at my videos like about megachurch celebrity pastors, it's, a, it's actually like less than 10% of all my content, mm -hmm. right? Um, it's just oftentimes that's the content that goes because that's what YouTube will work up the algorithm. But it's, it's a small percentage. And then it's also like, look at all the times I'm defending people yeah. and I'm saying, no, you don't, you actually misunderstood this person. Maverick City Music, look, they're not that bad. Like you're, 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 yeah. you're expecting too much of them, right? So I think there needs to be this, this, this balance of like, how do we criticize ideas without criticizing people? It's fair game to criticize third wave, fourth wave feminism. It's not a good look when you're always seemingly attacking women. Yeah. You know, yeah. and you're always seemingly attacking the blue pill, whatever, right? Like yeah. let's let's discuss ideas. And cause that's to me, to me, that is what the radical left does. Mm -hmm. They attack people and they miscategorize what somebody actually represents versus what is the idea that's being represented. Now I just I had a video come out today about the as the CNN article about Andrew Tate. And I'm like, yo, you guys like really jumped out the window and are saying that his rhetoric is causing harm. Yeah. You can't make statements like that without saying without drawing a correlation and showing some type of empirical data. Yeah. And you see the same thing from the red pill stuff. You see a lot of stuff said without a lot of data to back it up, but it's presented as this is empirical, this is truth. Oh man, bro, you just 75 ideas first <laughs> in my head. I was like, bro, this is so good. This is so good. He said this is so good. Let's go backwards and we'll go, go backwards and we'll get to what you said at the beginning. So I was going to do a video. I hate talking about him. I'm done talking about him, but I'm, I'm, I'm going to make this point because you brought this up. To me, what modern red pill is in 2022 is equivalent to what modern feminism is in 2022. It's the same thing. It's the same thing. It's one is for inverted. men, one is for yeah. women. Yeah. And it's said to not be hostile towards the opposite sex, but it is. And so here's what happens, what I found most interesting. Feminism started from a really good place. Mm -hmm. It came from a really good place. There was real life injustices that were going on with women. Mm -hmm. They were not heard. They were not spoken about. Yep. And people were bringing light to it as well as solutions. Mm -hmm. The red pill, very similar. Mm -hmm. Started from a very good place. Mm -hmm. Issues going on with men. Nobody talked about it. Men were being belittled. Men were being treated like second class. Like, like these things were true. Mm -hmm. It then devolves. Mm. Feminism started good. It devolves. Red pill started good. It devolved. Mm -hmm. And then what happens is, this is what's so interesting. Like, because me, by being around both people, mm -hmm. I literally hear it twice. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> what, the, what the feminists will say is, well, those people don't represent feminism, mm -hmm. right? Big Red in um, the documentary, uh, The Red Pill, which mm -hmm. is totally different than actual Red Pill, but Big Red, the typical feminist figure that's always in the memes, mm -hmm. like she's not feminism. Mm -hmm. These leftist extremists who are protesting Jordan Peterson's um, talks, they're not feminism. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like they're, they're not us. That's not who we stand for. Mm -hmm. We're, those are the extremists of our groups. Mm -hmm. This is what we really stand for. Mm -hmm. 
then what do you see on the red pill stuff? Mm. Oh, those guys who do that content, that's not what it is. Yeah, right. That's not what it stands yeah. for. That's not who we are. Right. They're the extremists. Yep. So what everybody does, and, and, and Francis, my friend Francis calls it um, steel manning. I like to call it golden cap, but let's take it steel man. They steel man their argument and they straw man 100%. the others. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. They paint themselves as the most idealistic, purest philosophy, yeah. pragmatology, whatever the heck they want to call it, mm -hmm. right? And then they paint the other person as a worse typical garbage online and you can have content for it, mm -hmm. right? So what's interesting about what they do with Andrew Tate, mm -hmm. to me is what the guys do with the feminist stuff. Go and find, you can find content from different people and find their worst moment, mm -hmm. clip it, do a reaction video and say, this is who they are, this is what they stand yeah. for. Yeah. You can do that with anybody and so to me, it's so interesting that you said that because that's what I've seen yeah. going on. You know yeah. what I mean? I, yeah, I got it. I got. I got. I, I think I got to the core of the difference. And you go tell ahead. you tell me if you what you think about. That. All right, guys, we're gonna take a quick break to go ahead and talk to you guys about our amazing sponsors at BetterHelp Counseling. As I've said multiple times, I am not a counselor. Chris is not a therapist. We're simply men who like to have great conversations and share our opinions. But we still feel like a lot of you guys need counseling. You need therapy. You need additional support to help you on your journey to life. That's why we partner with BetterHelp. Guys, BetterHelp offers you licensed professional counseling from the comfort of your own home. And not just that, one of the challenges people face with counseling is sometimes you may not like your counselor and you want to go to a different one and it's very difficult to change. But BetterHelp makes it extremely easy. Guys, go to betterhelp.com slash roommate to sign up today. Please, men and women alike, do not neglect your mental health. Take this opportunity, take this year to make a commitment to becoming the best version of yourself, but you got to do so emotionally and going to counseling will drastically transform your life. Go to betterhelp.com slash roommates. You'll be able to get a discount from our content. Thank you guys so much. Let's continue to get better and let's get back to this week's episode. So I think it's pseudoscience on both sides. Mm -hmm. The feminist pseudoscience is that we're the same. We're biologically the same. This is the when you get gender theory and you get all this nonsense. The average man's testosterone is between 600 and 800. That's a healthy range of testosterone. Not the, anymore. Not today. Well, yeah, not today. <laughs> the, 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 the high end of the spectrum for women, we're not talking about outliers, yeah. is 70. Yeah. So the average <laughs> healthy man's testosterone is 10x. Yeah. that of the higher end of the spectrum of a woman. Yeah. Now, any guy who's ever had low testosterone or gone through a season of depression and you're like, I'm depressed, and you find out it's your testosterone because your testosterone is really 300, right? Yeah. Or, or guys that have abused testosterone and then they have to, right? Knows how different you feel without the right amount of testosterone. 100%. Right? And women who have injected themselves in testosterone knows how different they feel when their testosterone shoots through the roof. So this idea on the feminist side is that we're the same. Mm -hmm. We're not the same. We're yeah. very different. And even uh, with the Leah Thompson and reducing of, of trans athletes to get it to that with it, like totally different. Like even Leah Thompson's testosterone was double that of a healthy woman's mm -hmm. high end of testosterone. Mm -hmm. So I think the biology is just completely wrong. It's yeah. just nonsense. You yeah. don't, anyone who knows anything about what testosterone does to a boy when he hits puberty, it's, we're different. Yeah. And that's a good thing, mm -hmm. right? On the, on the red pill side, I think the, the crux of it is a misunderstanding of women's mating strategies. Alpha 
lays, beta pays. Women have dual mating strategies. Alpha seed, beta need. Get the seed from the alpha and let the beta take care of it. Yeah. This is nonsense. This has been deproved by Dr. David Buss. Less than 2% of people who have babies are actually not, not their biological father, meaning that if you have a baby, like less than 2% is like the postman or yeah, the side yeah, piece. Yeah, yeah, yeah. This isn't, women mate with people who can be long-term providers. That's who they're after. And women cheat for very different reasons than men cheat. Women cheat because they feel non-romantic. So the alpha pays, beta lays, which has been debunked, the dual yeah. mating strategy has been debunked by evolutionary psychologist David Buss and everyone else is literally the crux of the red pill. You hear this all the time, after alpha lays, beta pays. Well, if you believe women are out here trying to smash the Chad yeah. and let the goober be the dad, yeah. of course you're going to have a hostility and a warped view towards women. Yeah. I, think, I think that's the core two differences in the, and it's all rooted on bad, faulty pseudoscience. No, this is really good, man. I think, I think that's, that's definitely something um, that I've, I've glad that you shared it like that because I haven't thought about it in, under that under that premise, and I think that's really good. And I think I think to me, it's also it's also really founded. Like I said, when you when you look at both of the movements, and when you look at what both of these people are dealing with, what what both people really feel is a feeling of powerlessness. Yep. They yep. feel like 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 you said, like this is this is deep powerlessness that both people are feeling mm. and the primary person that's causing me to be powerless mm -hmm. is the other gender mm -hmm. you know what i mean yep. and so no I, I agree with you and and the and the fundamental part that the reason why i don't want to talk about it and for the all the the the, the adult childs who do videos about people instead of being with your actual children are going to react to this my thought process is I am not going to debunk this with facts, studies, or my opinions because the people who are in this ideology are so trenched in this oh, ideology. Yeah, yeah. It's, 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 it's a religion. Yeah. It's a religion now. Yeah. What's going to debunk this is the results. Come on. Yeah. That's where it is. Yeah. 10 years from now, there's going to be a grand reckoning because I, I have a lot of ideas. I'll tell, you to, tell, about, tell it to you on, on camera. There's going to be a great reckoning for men, because you'll have the guys who follow one philosophy mm -hmm. and guys who follow a different philosophy. And then there's going to be the results. Yep. Yep. There's a reason why pickup is dead in 2022. Mm. It didn't work. Mm. It did not work. It was a short sighted ideology that uh, that that a lot of men were drawn to. Mm -hmm. It didn't have long term success. Come on. And, I, and the point that you brought up to me, which is so freaking funny, is you said something about a lot of these content creators are cosplay. Mm -hmm. I thought that was fantastic. Like, like that's exactly yeah. the way I think about it because it's like, I did it. I, I, I talked to a lot of the guys in the standard about this and I told people this. I said, the internet, the people online are not who you think they are. Yeah, yeah. And there's so many names I could mention. Mm -hmm. And you see them online. This is not what they really believe. Right, right. There is a, uh, people got to understand this. Cause, and, I, and I showed the guys my actual financial figures in the standard. Mm -hmm. There is an incentive structure for a certain type of content. Mm -hmm. You mm -hmm. get paid more. Mm -hmm. If you are team feminist, if you do videos about men beating women, mm -hmm. 
find an Andrew Tate clip of him saying something crazy and say that's his literal interpretation. Mm -hmm. There's more views in that. There's not views of being nuanced. Yep, yep. There's way more views as a feminist to show the worst of the Andrew Tate's of the world 100%. versus to show his balanced perspective. Mm -hmm. In the same way in the male world, in the red pill world, there's 10, 20, 50 extra money yeah. of showing the worst yep. of women. Yep. Showing complete confirmation bias. And that's why one of them is literally Fox News and CNN. Yep, yep. It's yep. Fox News and CNN. Yep. You know they're both not the news. Right, right, right. right. You know Fox yep. News ain't telling you the whole yeah. story. I think, I, th I think they know. Huh? They know. Fox News and yeah, CNN Yeah, they, they know. Like, there was this funny scene in the boondocks. I love the boondocks. It's, 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 it, I, 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 I could be butchering this episode. But in the episode, I could be butchering it. I know it was Ann Coulter was there. Mm -hmm. And I think it was... Reverend Al Sharpton was an episode and they were debating each other on stage mm. <laughs> going after mm -hmm. each other just this and negative the nasty like the total vile mm -hmm. debate then at the very end they were like backstage you're like hey Al how's it going <laughs> they were hugging and talking and just laughing about like they were like the bestest yeah. friend but they they knew that was a great performance right, tonight right Right. Because they, they deep down inside, no, come on, right. man, this ain't real. Right, right, this right, is right. wrestling. Right, right. This is wrestling, this is guys. Wrestling. And, and, wrestling. and so to your point, yeah. the people who are making it are like, come on, man, you yeah. know, it's a little. It's, it's little, entertainment. It's entertainment. It's entertainment. But then the children think it's real life. Right. That's and a, that's that's a, a messes, good parallel. Yeah. That's what messes it up. Yeah. Right. And so, so to me, you really like, like, you know, Sagar and Chris, I'll talk about, you really think that these, the Democrat, the, 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 the Democrat establishment really thinks the Republican establishment is a bad guy. Yeah. Nah, man, they're, yeah. they're besties. They're best 100%. friends, man. Come yeah. on, man. Yeah. Yeah. We got to do our thing online. We got to, right. we got to piss people off <laughs> right. and say we're enemies and call it. Right. But then we call each other. We're going to each other's children's right. christenings and yeah. birthday parties and bar mitzvahs. Come yeah. on, yeah. man. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. And so that's what I've noticed goes no, that's, on as that's, well. That's a good observation. That's yeah. a really good observation. It makes for good content, but I think that level of content versus reality is if you aren't, like we could watch an Andrew Tate and we can be like, okay, like he's embellishing. Yeah. This is a shtick. Yeah. Some of it he really believes. We, we're sophisticated enough to understand that. I don't think everybody understands that. And I think that's to your point where it can get confusing and murky and you're like, ah, is this real? And we do, we, I make it intentional like when we're joking around with our chat and, and having fun and whatever. I make it a point to be like, guys, we're, this is entertainment. Yeah. Like, this is not, I'm not trying to, you know what I mean? Like, yeah. this is entertainment. I'm having fun here. Mm -hmm. But not because not everybody can process that a hundred percent and so to me the part that you brought up about i meet so many people behind the scenes mm -hmm. i was like i wish like one of the coolest parts i did at the beginning of the standard i said yo for the first 100 guys who join the standard mentorship program you get you get a free mentorship from me you get to see my life mm. you get to see it yeah you don't get people anyone could be anybody online yep. Anybody can be any character. No, you get to come and actually see my life to see how congruent is he from what you see on the internet. Come on. I let 100 guys do that. Mm -hmm. if, if everybody else did that and people recorded their real mm -hmm. lives, it's like, come on, bro. You don't believe that. You don't believe that, right? right? You don't right. believe it. And so to me, I think those are some of the things that I've noticed is, is disingenuous when, when, when you're 
painting ideology that you deep down don't teach it to your daughter mm. you know what i mean you don't yep. teach it to your daughter right. you don't say these things to right. her right. you don't really believe these things right. like you don't believe it come right. on right. and and then the, a lot of the guys suffer so i think part of the, the the discipleship is that you actually see a man's congruency mm-hmm. online t- you can get deceived yeah. But when you're actually having life on life, actually being around people, mm-hmm. you get to see how he really moves and what yep. he really believes. Yep. No, that's good. That's good, man. I, you know, and it's definitely makes me want to think through different what to show, what more of to show, you know, or what what aspects to show, whether it's the nutritional side, the family side, the, you know, all these different things. It, it definitely makes me reevaluate what I could be doing. Cause I'm, wa- I'm watching some of your stuff and I'm like, man, that's, that's really cool. Like he's highlighting these different things and it's interesting. And there's people in person getting value. And then to me, it's also, you have to be able to show and then tell the right story, right? Because things can be perceived incorrectly. Mm-hmm. So for, and then you gotta be, you gotta be comfortable with growing. Mm-hmm. So for example, I posted this with the guys in the standard. I said, I made a mistake. I did a, I did a picture for thumbnails, me and my guy, Joe, and there was like 30 girls in the background. Mm-hmm. And it was really like, yo, celebrating like, yo, these amazing women came to celebrate life with mm-hmm. us. I said, that was a terrible picture. Okay. In my brain, it was like, I know what the guys will click on, mm. right? So I we kind of, you know, played it upon that. But I realized, yo, though the picture was a pure picture mixed with content, there was 30 more guys downstairs. Mm. The picture should have been all the guys and all the girls. Mm. So then in the later videos, we, we made sure, no, it's never just me and uh, you and a whole bunch of women. Mm. If it's you and me, it has to be other people as well. Got it. So you have to take the message and redeem it. Yeah, it's good. As Christians, we're afraid of like, you know, messing up. And Pastor yeah. Mark Driscoll would always say, people get in trouble for going too far. No one gets in trouble for not going far enough. Yep. Yep. So as believers, I feel as though we're called to, to try to see what better things can we do, yeah. right? And to be able to realize, okay, from an aspirational standpoint, how can we aspire, you know, how can we, you know, inspire the 16-year-old guy to want to be with, like us without fully do, um, delving into the debauchery yep. of, of what everyone else is communicating? Yeah. And so to me, like an example of that, uh, one of my mentors got a really nice brand new Rolls Royce. Mm-hmm. And I dropped it in the chat. And the standard, I was like, yo, this is what the standard man eventually becomes. Mm-hmm. And the point that I brought up with, and this is another conversation for another day, is that if you are a man mm-hmm. who has an ethical business mm-hmm. that is servicing the needs of the people mm-hmm. and you're fulfilling God's calling for your life, you will be rewarded through money. Yeah. Key words, ethical business, ethical business. serving the people and doing what God has called you to do. Yes. You will be rewarded financially. Those three caveats though. Three caveats. (laughs) So the reason why he has a Rolls Royce is he doing those three things. Because here's what can happen. The third thing is the most important. Mm -hmm. I want to start this this Amazon business and make $50,000 a month Mm -hmm. and I'm going to service people X, Y, and Z. Did God call you to be Mm -hmm. that $50,000 a month guy? Yeah. He didn't. No. Be who you... So it's... So you know what I mean? So you, you have to... Then teach them as you're showing them what the world will only show. And so that will create a healthier, more balanced perspective in the guy's brain. You ever feel like it could come off like a bait and switch? How so? 
Uh, just, just like, um, just like even with that photo that you referenced, yeah. like, like it was a candid photo, yeah. but there was something, first of all, kudos to you for just being willing to be like, yeah, this wasn't a good look. Yeah. Saying, you know what I mean? Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. cause I think that require it, it, it could be especially difficult in a church context with all the shame, 100%. right? But to be able to course correct and say, yeah, no, that doesn't represent. But if that, if that was the image, mm-hmm. right? Hafiz, a bunch of girls. But you know it's a great photo, but it doesn't. You know what I mean? Like, can it feel like a, like a? Hey, check this out. This is going to appeal to lust of the eyes, lust of the flesh, pride of life. Mm-hmm. But it's I, I'm actually giving you something deeper. Start an ethical business, serve people, and do what God's called you to do. Really good, really good question. Me and my mentor talk about this all the time. So he has this thing where he does like these videos that seem. Stefan speaks has these things like people. Only guys who don't like Stefan Speaks are the guys who look at his titles and never watch his videos. Mm-hmm. He's highly about accountability for women. But he knows what people click on. Mm-hmm. Five ways to get your ex back. Mm-hmm. Three things Three things that'll make uh, any man, you irresistible to every man. It seems like very Matthew Hussey, mm-hmm. very shallow type of advice. But then when they click on it, he's actually giving them the substance yeah. of life. Yeah. And so to me, it's all about the bait and switch is really this... I'm giving you what you need, but I'm showing you what you want as long as what you want isn't sinful. Come on. That's good. You know what I mean? That's good. So to me in that moment, I don't believe being around 30 women is sinful. Yeah. But I have to communicate. I'm not sleeping with them. Mm -hmm. These are my friends. This is the business person. This is this. She's at this event. She's socializing with people. I'm making new friends. She does this. She does that, which is why I refine it. So to me, I view it as like, Hiding the medicine in the Kool-Aid that's good. without serving poisonous Kool-Aid. That's so this good. is the balance. It's, what, yeah, it's, it's yeah. a balance. It's, and, a, it's a good tension. You, you, you it's know? a good tension because I think uh, Sean Cannell always calls it, you know, Sean from Think Media, he yeah. calls it click bless. Mm-hmm. Right? So he says click, not click bait, click bless. And then I think about that passage in, I think it's First John 2, when it says, you know, the, the, don't be a friend of the world of the things of the world are obvious lust of the eyes lust of the flesh pride of life mm-hmm. and I think about that right and I think about lust of the eyes women right yeah. lust of the flesh drugs alcohol dopamine mm-hmm. pride of life status or the need to be right mm-hmm. right but if you think about it almost anything that's being sold is leveraging one of those three or preferably a combination of all the three so it's this interesting ethical question as a creator of I know people are here because they want the Matt Chandler gossip. Mm-hmm. But we're we going to leverage that because they think they're coming for tea yeah. and actually flip it into a talk about boundaries and how to have a healthy marriage and how to have safeguards around the things that you value. 100%. Right. So it's like this interesting thing that, that, that I'm processing in real time I, that I, I see you doing it and I go, man, Hafiz is doing a good job of that. I, I don't know if I could pull that off that way, yeah, yeah, but it yeah. works. And to me, it, you have to sit. You have to. You have to sit in. The difference between you and I is that because of the very religious, like um, stance yeah. that your content explicitly is, you have to deal with the criticism from the Pharisees. Hundred percent. Me, I'm so above it. Yeah. Me, there's nobody on this planet who can question my faith in God outside of the men who discipled me, who I hold myself accountable to, my wife, who I hold myself accountable to, and my brothers, mm-hmm. who are men of God. 
if they tell me I'm wrong, they're, I'm wrong. Right. Nobody in the comments, no right. reaction video, no Pharisee right. who's at church on Sunday. You can't tell me nothing. Right. It's like Gary Vee says, I can't hear it, I man. Can't hear it. Yeah, yeah. I can't hear it. I can hear the godly men because mm -hmm. I have, I have, I try to balance myself out with guys who are different. Like my, my friend, Jonathan, mm -hmm. different philosophical. I need guys like that yeah. to balance me out. Yeah. But the, the Pharisees can't. Yeah. And so to me, there's this interesting theological concept. There's so many, we had hours, I, I would dwell into it. These are things I was talking to the guys in Standard about. Jesus said, be as wise as a serpent, but innocent, innocent as a dove. Doves, yeah. Hold on. Think of, no, like, you got to stop. Yeah. Serpent. Yeah. Jesus told us to be like a, I, my, I uh, love it, bro. That's my second tattoo. Wise as a serpent, innocent as a dove. Jesus yeah. told us to be like a serpent. Yeah. Yeah. The serpent was the first oppositional yeah. force of man in the garden of eden yeah jesus you're telling us to be like a serpent yep yep but here's the wisdom of the serpent can navigate and maneuver in any situation yeah but the purity of the dove never conforms come on to the situation that's good and so what i view is that as believers yeah Get, you got to get as wise as possible. Mm -hmm. But then there's a balance. Yep. Sometimes you're wise as a serpent, but you're kind of yeah. not as innocent as a dove. Well, I mean, to, to your point, what you said earlier, like people get in trouble for going too far. No one gets in trouble for not going far enough. I rather, in, an, in the attempt with the right motive, push and poke and then be like, ah, I blew it. I messed up. I, this wasn't the wisest thing to do versus never trying. And... That, to me, is a fundamental difference between egalitarian feminine Christianity and authentic masculine Christianity. God has called men to do, not to sit in fear, mm -hmm. to do. Yeah. Men worship God by doing, and sometimes when you do, you do too much. Yeah. Moses did too much. <laughs> yeah. David did too much. Yeah. 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 Jonah did too much. Yeah. But they at least did. They did something. Today, we celebrate passive lamb chop Christianity of the guys who never sin, but they never do. Mm. I, at the end of my life, I'm going to make so many mistakes, mm -hmm. Ruslan. I hate it. Yeah. It's who I am. Yep. But God's going to be like, yo, he took, he scored more points and gave more assists than anybody on this planet. Yeah, man, he turned the ball over. Yeah. Sometimes he blew us games. But I would, I, can't, I would rather be known as a guy who do, does too much versus the guy who doesn't do anything enough. So for me, like my guy, Matt Chandler, my guy, uh, Mark Driscoll, why I love them. And when they make mistakes, I don't condone their mistakes, yeah. but I will, they've done too much good. Yeah. And yeah. I'm not, this is going to sound bad. I'm not saying even if Matt slept with that woman, he did too much good in my brain. I ain't never going to shame his name like that. Mm. Not saying we're condoning right. sinning. Right, 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 right. You're, because what happens, I'm, t I'm telling you, Ruslan, the devil makes you so afraid of making a mistake, you don't do anything. Mm. So you want to be safe. I don't want to mess up. Yeah. I don't want the people to, to say I'm a hypocrite. Mm -hmm. I don't want people to say I'm shaming the name of Christ. So you live in so much fear, you don't do anything. But mm. I, the devil will never never has no my identity and i told the guys in the standard before when G, when god said this is my beloved son whom i'm well pleased mm -hmm. he told jesus that when before right after he was baptized mm -hmm. 
He didn't tell him that. Think about it. In, in our brains, God would have told Jesus that when, when he died on the cross. Oh, after he did the work, then I'm well pleased. But right, before right. he did a single That's thing, Ruslan, God said, I'm well pleased. I'm well pleased by God. Yeah. I'm going to make mistakes. I'm always going to pursue righteousness. Yeah. I'm always going to do, I'm going to make mistakes. But nobody on this planet, no matter what I do, Nobody, no enemy, no nothing will ever change who I am before God. And it's that confidence that makes me proactive. And I think every man needs to have that mindset. It's good, man. That's good. How, 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 do we, how, do we, how do we spark that? Because that was a moment. Yeah. That was a moment you just had. Yeah. You, you, you went into like a, a, another, like a stream of consciousness right 100%. there. How, how, how do we? You got to do it, man. Yeah. You, you have to. Say the Pharisees, I'm here trying to help. We need to see you do it. Mm. We need more men doing it. Yeah. That's good. And we need to show this is actual authentic Christianity. Yeah. So you're saying not just talking, but showing that side. Yes. Like the, like, like the visual of what's happening. A hundred percent. And you have to be comfortable with as long as I'm trying and I'm pursuing what God has called me to do, as long as I'm proactively knowing that I have my accountability. Mm -hmm. I have people who can hold me back. You, we need more men actively not afraid to make mistakes and to take the arrows. That's good, man. That's good. Yeah, that's good. I think it's an interesting time with regards to men not really being incentivized to try. Because if you, you know, in the Matt Chandler thing, man, I don't know if you saw what came out afterwards from that. Mm. Long story short, <laughs> It, it was like uh, damned if you do, damned if you don't. Mm -hmm. From one side, he didn't follow the Billy Graham rule, right? But the way that it was framed was, oh, this can't be it. It can't be just, in, you know, frequency of DMs, yeah. coarse gesturing with a woman. That can't be. It has to be something more to the story. Mm -hmm. So, that, so you're, you're, you're guilty until proven innocent as a man, mm -hmm. right? You're guilty yeah. until proven innocent. Or, um, or it's uh, if this is all there is, if this is all there is, if he only did A, B, and C, if he only had conversations that were about, I think there was jokes about alcohol, mm -hmm. right? And it was just frequency. Well, then that's misogyny. And he, he, he oh my gosh, what yeah. a misogynistic yeah. cultural society. So if he kept boundaries and all it was was this and his church decided that he needed a break or there has to be something more. So it's a lose-lose either way. And so it's at the end of the day as a man, if I deep down inside know that God, I'm a man after God's own heart. Mm -hmm. If I deep down inside know I have men who can call me out that I would generally listen to, mm -hmm. there's no lose-lose. It's just win. It's just win. Yeah. Because as long as God is saying I'm good, yeah. as long as the elders and people I respect say I'm good, the world, the world doesn't matter. The world yeah. doesn't matter. It's good. And that's, and that's a space which I, why I love Gary Vee and his message about that is all that noise means nothing, mm -hmm. but the right voices mean something. See, the sin is that right. I don't care what anybody says, mm -hmm. even my best friend, even my wife, right, that's wrong. Right, right. Yeah. Yeah. But it's no, I care what the people who matter in my life say. Yeah. And as long as I'm pursuing that and trying to inspire men, I think men love that. Mm -hmm. Men love, that's why I think when people, when men w watch the Kevin Samuels, the Andrew Tates, the Dr. Petersons, the Mark Driscolls, they just like a man who's not ashamed of just saying what he wants. Because yep. you know why? They can't do that. Mm. That's what they love. They love, when I used to do the Pepe Soup on my live, they would love it. They, <laughs> they love raw Right. masculine expression right. because most men are too afraid yeah. to do so it's like they're living vicariously a hundred percent 
Yeah. hundred yeah. percent. Yeah. That's interesting, man. It's a, it's a bummer that, that we're in that space. But I think to your point, there's, there's a lot of hope, man. There's yeah. a lot of hope. If someone's aligned with their creator, with Jesus, if someone's seeking after what they're supposed to do, but also the process of how to get to what they're supposed to do, because mm-hmm. it is a process. No mm-hmm. one wakes up at 18 and knows this is exactly what I'm going to do. I'm sure how you started the roommates five years ago mm-hmm. looks totally different than the way it fleshed out. 100%. And what you're doing for your revenue streams looks totally different. But it's that relentlessness to keep pressing, trying, failing, getting up, trying, right? And, and I think the big part that a gospel relationship should do, and I think you're, you're really hitting on it, is it should remove the shame. Mm-hmm. It should remove the shame. It should allow us to try, fail, mm, misstep there. Ah, you know, I, sometimes I, sometimes I'll make a video and own up to something. Yeah. Ah, I didn't do the best job doing mm-hmm. this. And if people be like, yeah, you didn't do the best job. And I'm like, wait, what is the point of your pile on comment? I just said, the world. I just messed up. Yeah. No, but it's, it's also, also, also Christians too. You know what I'm saying? No, I mean, that's the world in that's them. That's the world in them. Yeah. Cause the, cause the God in you is grace and forgiveness. Yeah. God in you is my son was in the pig slot with the prostitutes. He comes back home. Ha ha ha. You, yeah. you, 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 no, the God in you is like, man, that's, is reconciliation. Yeah, it's reconciliation. Condemnation. Yeah. All, all condemnation with no grace. Yeah. That's the world. Yeah. 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 And we're called to be ministers of reconciliation. You Come know? on now. Second Corinthians 5. Yeah. 17, baby. That's good. Ruslan. This is awesome, bro. <laughs> this is awesome, bro. Where can the people find you who are not aware of your wisdom and knowledge? Uh, Ruslan KD on all platforms. YouTube. We got the new channel, which I got to, I got to, uh, if you got to come to Cali, man, do our podcast. Most it's definitely. called uh, The Blessed God Pod. I love it. So that is a uh, second channel in-person guests, more videos, kind of a broader topic. I feel like the Ruslan KD is more of the faith-based yeah. stuff, whereas the Bless God Studios, I can kind of dabble yeah. into all kinds of things that I'm interested I in. I love it, so. love it. Guys, now we get down. Make sure you show my brother some Ruslan some love. Subscribe to both channels. Let him know what about this episode is about to you guys. My name is Hafiz, and I'm joined by Ruslan. Thank you guys so much, and have a great day. Peace.